Besadaf Kavzain, the last thing we were discussing was if an animal fell into a hole on Yom Tov, are we allowed to send down a Hacham to check to see if there was a mum or not? And from there we got into the whole question, is there Muktzel Hatsi Shabbat or not? And we tried to bring about that this way and that way and we couldn't get an answer. And with that, we are starting Kavzain Amud Aleph. Six lines in, we're going to go back to the Mahlokit Rabbi Uda and Rabbi Shimon. Are we allowed to check Mumin on Yom Tov? So we start off with Rabbi Uda Nisi'a. He had this Bechor. Now he had Kohanim in his house. He wanted them to eat it. Shadrele Kamed Rabbi Ami. He sent the Bechor on Yom Tov to Rabbi Ami to see if there is a permanent Mum over there and you can feed it to the Kohanim in his house. Savar Delon Hazir. Biami didn't want to see it because he held like Rabbi Shimon not to see it. So Amar there, Rabbi Zeraika, Vite Marabir Mia, Rabbi Zeraika, or Rabbi Mia said to him, Rabbi Uda, Rabbi Shimon, Halachak Rabbi Uda, we know this already. So why, why are you being Posek? Why are you being Mahmir like Rabbi Shimon? So Hadar Shadre, the Kamed Rabbi, it's Haknafha. So Rabbi Uda Nasi sent that Bechor to Rabbi, it's Haknafha. And again, also him, Savad Delom Mehzi, didn't want to see it. On Yom Tov, Amar Le Rabbi Miyavit and Rabbi Zereka. One of them said to him, Rabbi Uda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Uda, why are you Mahmir? Amar Le Rabbi Abba. So now Rabbi Abba answers Rabbi Miya or Rabbi Zereka, whoever it was. My time, Allah Shavakti, no, the Rabbanan, the Ma'avad, Ovda, Kerabi Shimon. Why are you not letting the rabbis being Mahmir like Rabbi Shimon? So Amale, so Rabbi Zeraka tells Rabbi Abba, Ve'at ma be'adecha. I mean, wait a second. Why are you being Mahmir like Rabbi Shimon? So Amale, ha'achia amar Rabbi Zeraka, because Rabbi Zeraka told me, ha'achia Rabbi Shimon. And amar man dehu, so one of the Tamidim, we don't know who he is, he heard all this and he said, I wish I could go to Israel. I wish I could hear this halakha straight from Rabbi Zerah himself. The halakha is like Rabbi Shimon. So when he got there, Rabbi Zerah, he saw Rabbi Zerah, Rabbi, did you say halakha is like Rabbi Shimon? I didn't say that. I It made sense to me that that's the halakha, but I never heard this from my rabbis. Because it says in the Mishnah, the one that we just saw on the top of Kavav Amudalv, Rabbi Shimon Omer Kol She'en Monikom Be'od Yom En Zemin Amuchan. If uh, you didn't see the uh, the mum from Erev Yom Tov, it's not considered prepare, and therefore you're not allowed to eat it. Ve'katanel Abrayta, and we brought Abrayta that Rav Shaya brought Bilshon Hachamim. He brought Bilshon Hachamim. Same halacha, but Hachamim said it. So Shmamina Mr. Bakavate. So I put two and two together and I said obviously the Stam Braita was Rabbi Shimon that it was not considered prepared. And by the way, there's an interesting Pinoshua over here who says that uh, you can't hundred percent proof from this that a halakhazak Rabbi Shimon because we don't bring one hundred percent proof to halakha from a Braita. Bottom line is the Gemara asks the question we all want to know. My Allah, what's the bottom line is halacha? So I'm of Yosef Tashema Detalya Reve. I want you to hear that this mahloket is really connected to big ropes, meaning big talmidei hachamim. 
דאמר רבי שמעון בן פזי, אמר רבי יהושע בן לוי, אמר רבי יוסי בן שאול, אמר רבי משום קהלה קדישא דבירושלים דקהל קדוש ירושלים, they all said in the name of רבי שמעון, גש בן מנסיה and his friends וחבריו, that, uh, that we said that we don't see the מומים on יום טוב, אמרו הלכה כרבי מאיר, they all said הלכה is like רבי מאיר. Now the problem is, Amru, how could you say that all of them said this in the name of Rabbi Shimon? All this Kahala Kadisha de Yerushalayim were before Rabbi were older than Rabbi Shimon ben Nasiya. Tuva a lot. Ella, you have to say that Rabbi said in their name that the halacha is like what Rabbi Shimon ben Nasiya and his friends said that you don't see Mumin be on Yom Tov. Beshitat Rabbi Meir Amaru, they all said it according to the Shita of Rabbi Meir. Meaning what happened over here was the elderly rabbis paid attention to what the younger rabbis were talking about. And they said, you're right, this uh, young rabbi, he's Beshita of like Rabbi Meir. So which Rabbi Meir are we talking about? Before he showed it to the rabbi to see if it's permanent or not. Then he showed it to the rabbi. Rabbi Yehuda Matir lets you eat it. Rabbi Meir Omer, Ho'il V'Nishhat, Shilapim Umhe, Asur. It was shechted without the rabbi looking at it. It is asur. Almas, what do you understand? When a rabbi looks at a bechor to see if the blemish is uh, is permanent or temporary, it's not like seeing one of the trefot of the animal. Meaning, riyat bechor has to be done mehayim while the animal is still alive. Riyat terefa to see if this animal is not kosher or not, that you're allowed to look at le'achar shechita. Umina, and from there, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya and his friends, they learned that you're not allowed to look at a bechor on Yom Tov. So they learned it from Rabbi Meir's words over there. And riyat refa afilu be'yom tov, and they learned that riyah of a trefa, to see if animal is taref or not, is it sick, is it not, can it make it alive or not, you could even do on Yom Tov, riyat bechor has to be done me'ariv Yom Tov. So that's the big ropes that we were talking about, that Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai and Rabbi Meir, they hold that you're not allowed to look at mumin on Yom Tov, and Rabbi Uda was by himself, he said that uh, you're allowed to, and therefore halakha is not like him. And the Gemara doesn't like Rabbi Yosef's perush. He didn't like the way he explained everything. Over there, was there mahloket legabed looking at mumin? That mahloket over there was biknasapliga. Do we punish him? Not if you're allowed to look at it, not look at it. Over there was a whole different story. Over there, a person went and checked this animal, then called the rabbi. Are we pun- we're punishing him according to Rabbi Meir. Not because... You did it on Yom Tov, anything like that. The Amar Rabbi Barhana, Amar Biyohanan, he Rabbi Barhana said the name of Biyohanan that the machloket over there was bedukin shebaein this the eyelid. Kulei alma lo pliged the asur. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Uda, everyone agrees that if you didn't check that before shechita, it's asur mishum de mishtanin because it could change after shechita. Keep pliged bemumin shebagov. The machloket was in other uh, blemishes on the body. The uh, hand was cut or scratched, things like that. That if we let you shach uh, that animal that you didn't check uh, one of the blemishes on the body, you might next time come to shach with the blemish on the eye. 
And if you look and you pay attention to our Mishnah about Tashuhatla Bechor, and then you showed it to the rabbi, it has to do with Knas according to Rabbi Meir, we're finding him. Since it was shachted not Alpi the rabbi, it's Asur. Meaning, if you were there to tell me that looking at it after Shahita was not okay, then just say, Rabbi Meir is Osir. What you had to add me that whole reason all because you didn't ask the rabbi. It shows you're just trying to find him, you're punishing him for not asking the rabbi. And the Gemara continues discussing Mumin on Yom Tov. Ami Vardina, Ami from a place called Vardina, or she was so beautiful, you looked like roses. Hazer Bukhra de Benesi Ahava. He was the rabbi who would look at the Bechorot of the Nasi. If, if the blemish was kavua or not, uh, permanent or not. He would take off on Yom Tov, he wouldn't see it. They came and they told Rabbi Ami, Good, he's doing good that he's not checking the Mumim on Yom Tov. Rabbi Ami himself, he was, he was an expert also, and he would look on Yom Tov. My answer is, When Rabbi Ami would check, he would check it from Erev Yom Tov yesterday. So if he was in a rush, he just looked at it. He was able to tell if it's a complete moon or not complete moon. He was able to figure that stuff out. But there was also part two of things is you have to ask, uh, how did this moon come about? Kohanim are suspected of putting a moon over here so this way they could uh, eat it. Because if there's no mum, then I'll not eat it. So you have to ask. So he would look at the actual mum, Erev Yom Tov, but he wouldn't complete the decision until he heard out the entire story. And that, uh, if he didn't have time, Erev Yom Tov, he would do on Yom Tov. Kiha, like the following story. There was this man who brought a Bechor to Rava. It was Erev Yom Tov right before the holiday. Rava was in the middle of cleaning his head. He picked up his eyes. He saw the moon. He saw that the moon is permanent, but he didn't have time to discuss anything. He was in the. He was cleaning himself. Now come back tomorrow. He came tomorrow. Amar. What exactly happened over here? So Amale told them, There was barley on one side of the thorns, and this Bechor was on the other side of the, the thorn bush. He wanted to jump over there to eat it. This animal stuck his head through the bush to go get the barley and the thorns, uh, they busted open his lip. Maybe you're the one who caused it. Maybe you showed him uh, the barley on the other side and he went there. He told him no. And obviously this was a Kohen. That's why he's asking all these questions. So the asked the question. Here, the, the moon was caused indirectly. So that even if he did it on purpose, it was indirectly. He just put him on the other side of a thorn bush, and he stu- and the animal by itself stuck out its head. We're not Tanya, we have a bright moon. Lo yebo, there shouldn't be a moon. Only Ella shelo yebo moon. 
We understand that you can't do the moon. How do we know that you can't even indirectly cause it? For example, You're not allowed to put dough or a fig on the, on the animal, on the bechor's ear, so this way a dog could come and bite it off. Tamud lomar kol mum. Amar mum and amar kol mum. It said mum and it added that extra word kol, meaning even in cases where you're indirectly causing it, it's still asur. Next Mishnah, once we talked about the bechor that fell into the hole, now we're going to bring another din, like an animal that died and a mukze. So the Mishnah starts, shemeta, an animal that died on Yom Tov, remove it from its spot, one time they asked Rebita Fon about that situation, or Hala, that became Tamea, we let it touch it, he went into the Beit Midrash and he asked, you're not allowed to move it from the spot, meaning since a Kohen can't eat it, and you're not allowed to burn it on Yom Tov, you can't give it to a dog. You're not allowed to burn kodashim temeim on uh, Yom Tov. And she explains, you can't even get rid of kodashim that are tame even by giving it to an animal. Meaning when the Torah says ba'esh yisaref, it, it doesn't dafka mean ba'esh with fire. It means even if you get rid of it by throwing it out or by giving it to an animal. Natosfot argues and he explains, the Torah said that Melachah is Asur. Tosfot said giving it to a dog would not be any problem. The real reason we don't burn Kodashim and Yom Tov is because you're, it's a Tirhash Shalol You're wasting time, you're wasting energy for no reason. And if you just leave it in front of the dog, there's no problem. Therefore, the reason it's Asur is because you mamash have to burn it, not uh, give it to a dog. It needs an actual fire and everything. And you're not allowed to burn it on Yom Tov, and that's the reason. And the Gemara starts, It sounds like our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon de Tanya. Rabbi Shimon Omer, We learned in the Mishnah that you're allowed to cut a pumpkin in front of an animal, or nevela, not kosher meat in front of an animal. We don't say it's muktzeh. And Rabbi Uda Omer, If it wasn't not kosher food from Arab Shabbat, meaning you didn't prepare it, then it's Asur. And we have to say that according to Rabbi Shimon, that even if it became Nevela today, died today, it's still Mutar. Otherwise, there's nothing to argue. So our Mishnah that says you're not allowed to touch this animal that died on Yom Tov, has, you have to say it's like Rabbi Udan, not like Rabbi Shimon. The Gemara says, no, I feel the Rabbi Shimon. You could even say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon. Why? Rabbi Shimon will admit that if an animal dies on Shabbat, it's muktzeh because your mind was never on it. Unlike the Braita where he was not here, you could say maybe it was misukenet. It was about to die, so you had in your mind that when it dies, I'm going to uh, feed it to my uh, dog. Now, Haniha, all this makes sense. Le mor bar ame mor de amar. He said that that Rabbi Shimon agreed that animals that died uh, on Shabbat they were healthy. Arab Shabbat and they died on Shabbat they are asur. That Shapir, everything makes sense according to him. You could say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon. Le mor bere de Rav Yosef mishemed Rava. According to him, the Amar, Haluka Rabbi Shimon, I feel about the Haim Shemetu Shemutarin. 
Rabbi Shimon even argued that an animal that died on Shabbat is mutar. How is he going to explain everything? So, Taraguma Zairi, Zairi explained that according to Mor Bered Rav Yosef in the name of Rava, that we're talking about Behemat Kodashim. And if an animal is a Kodashim, if it dies, the roadkill, it's a Nevela, you, you still can't give it to a dog. It's Asur Behana'a. And you can't even transfer the Kedushata money, nothing. And you could be medayek that from our Mishnah, Dekatana'a, what it says over there, Va'ala Halashini Tumet. It's comparing this nevela to hala that became tameh. Ma hala de kedisha. The same way hala is kadosh. Av behema de kedisha. We're talking about an animal that was kadosh. So the Gemara tries to understand. Ela tama de kedisha. This is dafka because it was kadosh and that's why it's asur. Ha de chulin shaya. You tell me that if it was regular chulin, it would be mutar. Okay, makes sense according to the second one. More bereid of Yosef was in the name of Rava. The Amar Haluk Rabbi Shimon of Baal Haim Shemetu Shemutarim. That Rabbi Shimon even argued as far as even animals that died on Shabbat, they're even mutar. Shapir, that I understand how our Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon, and that's why by Holin, there's no issue with Muktzeh Elam more, but Ame more. Mishemed Ravade Amar, he said that Modei Rabbi Shimon Baal Haim Shemetu Sheasurim, that he would agree that. The animals that died on Shabbat are asur. What are you going to say? Because our Mishnah could uh, be also according to Rabbi Huda. So he explains. What are we dealing with? The animal was sick. It looked like it was going to die. And you had in your mind that when it dies, I'm going to feed it to my dogs. And it would be mutar to carry. It's not muktzev. And it goes according to Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. Now, the Mishnah says, We're not nimne. We don't count ourselves on an animal. The Gemara will explain what that means. On an animal, on Yom Tov. But you can count yourself on it. And you can shakht it and split it in between every one. And tomorrow, you're after like a Holom Wayed or after Yom Tov, you can figure out who owes what. So my enimnin, the Gemara right away starts. What is this enimnin? Uh, counting yourself. So Amar Yudama Shmuel, and poskin damim lechatchila al behemah b'yomtov. We don't set a price on an animal on yomtov. Shochet shachts cow, and uh, this person wants a third of it. This one wants a half of it. This one wants that part. That part. We don't give prices on yomtov. So So then, how do we split it up? How are we going to figure out who owes what? So So he brings two animals, put them next to each other. This one looks like it's the same weight as this one. We'll weigh the second one tomorrow, and that's how we'll figure out today's price. And Tanya and Miachida, we do this. A person shouldn't say to his friend on Yom Tov when they're splitting an animal. I'll split. Uh, I'll split it with you uh, with a sela or two sela. We don't talk money on Yom Tov. I'm with you. I'll take half, a third, a quarter, and that's exactly like what Shmuel said. We don't talk uh, price numbers, but we do talk uh, weight, or we talk about parts that each person took. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.